Welcome to the Journey to Epiphany podcast. I'm your host, Callie Swanland. This is a dream come true for 10-year-old me. When I was a kid, I would often sit at my little desk with my little tape recorder and microphone And I was the host of my own station, Crayola 96. And of course, I had my songs all recorded off the radio. I didn't know a thing about copyright at that point, but my songs were all recorded off the radio. And I kept all my notes in a Lisa Frank binder. And I loved hosting my own radio show. So here we are. 30 years in the making at the inaugural podcast. I have been reluctant to start a podcast for a lot of reasons, but particularly because I'm one of those people who wants to know that I can do something really, really well before I try it the first time. Like I want to be an expert at something I've never done, which makes complete sense, right? So that's sort of the theme of how this whole podcast began, wanting to be the expert at something I didn't have all the knowledge of. So for our first podcast, I have brought on a special guest, my partner, my favorite co-dreamer, Jeremy Tackett. Hi, Jeremy. Hey. <laughs> I'm so glad he's here because um, he's been a big part of the dreaming of lots of wild things that I do, but especially this podcast. So a couple of years ago, I was at a crossroads. Um, I had moved states and I had left a full-time job and I had some sense about what I wanted to do next, but not how to go about it. I knew that I had four things I was super focused on. And two of those would have taken me in one direction, and two of those would have taken me in another direction. And I thought maybe I was just going to have to compromise and give up on some of my dreams and my passions. But then came my birthday. And my birthday that year was spent out in Los Angeles on a film project, which sounds way cooler than <laughs> it was. It was really cool. But it was pretty cool. was out in L.A. on a film project, and I went with Jeremy to get some coffee from a coffee shop near the beach, like you do in L.A. And we sat in this coffee shop, and something changed. Do you remember that day, Jeremy? I do. It was a smoky day, actually. It was the middle of the wildfires happening out in California. But in this space, it was just bright and airy, peaceful, smelled good, not just like coffee, but like essential oils and other hippie kind of things. Very (laughs) L.A. feel- yeah, it was uh, just a really relaxing, good vibe kind of day. 
Yeah. And there were there were plants everywhere in this coffee shop too, which probably is what inspired me to be a plant mom. And I hope that I'm a better podcast mom than I am a plant mom. <laughs> but um, there were green things growing everywhere. And it was what I consider beautiful, inspired space. It's the sort of space where you just want to sit in it and you want to dream. And in that space, none of your dreams seem off the table. Everything seems possible. And so we sat in this space and that is the day that what I call the epiphany space was born. It didn't have a name yet that day, but I knew that I wanted to create a space where dreams could come to life from start to finish. I had been in so many conversations that year with people who had these big dreams that they wanted to tell me about but there was always something that was holding them back. And I wanted to help create a space where people could dream those big dreams, where they could take that inspiration and figure out what it was their gifts were and how to how to use them, how to share them in the world and how to get the tech skills to be able to tell them in a digital way. And Jeremy is my guide in the world of digital storytelling. So I'd love if you could share a little bit about what you think of as digital storytelling. Yeah, I think um, I would have defined this differently, you know, before March when everybody had to do all their storytelling digitally. But I think it's this idea of entering this new space, this new 21st century public square that we live in and doing the same sort of thing that you might do in person in a church behind a pulpit or in a coffee shop on a poetry night or an open mic kind of thing. It's figuring out how you paint a picture, how you play the notes on the song and engage your audience and not only tell your story, but figure out how to let those folks that are listening or watching engage and find their own place in that story. That I really think is the key to great storytelling is that the people that listen to it can find themselves in it. When they hear about a coffee shop, they're not just interested that you were in it, but they can see themselves there and, and think about what it might be like for them to have that sort of space to do their own dreaming. Absolutely. And that visioning session at that coffee shop just made me wonder how we could have more spaces that were sacred and inspired. And I think I originally thought maybe embodied in, in the flesh, um, but I've, I've grown to learn 
um, that those spaces can be virtual spaces and traveling spaces as well. And that people need those spaces to come together and tell those stories. And there are a lot of things holding people back. There are a lot of things keeping people small. There are a lot of voices, internal and external, that tell people that they shouldn't share their dreams or their gifts with anyone else, that they might be judged or that they'd find out that someone else is already doing the thing that they want to do or that they're just not good enough. And I think that... God creates each and every one of us unique with unique gifts and things that only we can share in the world. And so if we don't share our gift, it, it's not, it's not going to get shared. It's not going to go out and be a flame that lights up this world. And so I came up with the name for this space as the epiphany space for dual reasons. Epiphany, of course, is an idea, but epiphany is also one of my favorite feast days of the year. Epiphany is the culmination of this great journey that the Magi had been on. The Magi followed this star because they were in the business of paying attention to such things. And it was so magnificent that they stopped everything they were doing and they left their homes and they left their families to follow this star. And they brought with them gifts very important, special, unique gifts to share when they finally arrived at their site, their destination. They didn't know what their destination was, but their destination was the baby Jesus, probably the toddler Jesus by the time they arrived. They shared these gifts with Jesus. They paid attention to their dreams and their dreams that warned them to go home a different way so as not to put Jesus at risk. And they took this journey not alone, but together. And so when I talk about the Epiphany space, I use an inspiration from the Magi to say that it's about following your dreams and sharing your gifts and journeying together. And the Epiphany space has been a passion of mine for the last couple of years as I've begun to create it. Um, but I knew that there was even more to it. And so this coffee shop birthday visioning session became sort of a, a tradition, a yearly tradition. And the following year, we went to another coffee shop, one here in Philadelphia where we live. So we're sitting there at this coffee shop and we were talking about the epiphany space. And at that point, this was pre-COVID, so I was, it was really, uh, I really had it in my mind that I was going to be opening a physical space, like a co-working space 
where people could come and work and write and have a tech studio on site where they could get the digital storytelling tools and training that they needed. And, and I thought, I don't, I don't know how to do all of that. I've, I've got to become an expert at this before I can lead other people in it. I have to know all of the potential questions and all of the answers to those potential questions before I do something. Because again, like I said with the podcast, that's sort of my MO is to want to know all the information before I set out and do something. And thankfully, I have uh, a conversation partner who um, stopped me. And, and what did you say that day about having all of the answers before I began the epiphany space? That's not the journey. That's not how a journey works. You're going to learn it along the way. You're going to get better at it. It's going to change. You're going to grow. Your interests are going to change. Where the journey takes you is not going to be where you thought it was. And I think maybe most importantly, I've learned this in my own digital storytelling, the folks you meet along the way on the journey are going to be the thing that shapes the journey for you. Exactly. Exactly. I didn't need to know it all before I began. I needed to find fellow wayfarers. I needed to continue to do what I already knew how to do and what I already loved doing was to connect with people. I love to hear people's stories and to learn from them and to watch their eyes light up as they share what they know most in this world and what they're most excited about in this world. And that's really the birth of this podcast. Instead of sitting in a locked room reading books for the next year and a half, Jeremy said, why don't you have conversations with those people, those experts and those everyday creatives that are figuring out how to follow their dreams and how to share their gifts and how to journey with one another. And that is the journey to epiphany. Yeah, just record them, share them with the world. Exactly. So friends, here we are. This is a journey. I don't know the destination. I know that there is something beautiful and inspired and holy here. And I know that you all are part of this journey. We may not know how yet, but you all help create this story and your stories inspire me. So I hope that you'll stick around and journey with us on the journey to Epiphany. A special thanks to Episcopal Church Foundation's Fellowship Partners Program, my favorite podcast engineer, Jeremy Tackett, 
and everyone out there seeking their spark. Follow me on social media at Callie Swanland or reach out through CallieSwanland.com to learn more about finding your spark.